What's going on, everyone? Zane here with Everything Vive. Happy Friday. Hope you had a fantastic week. I'm here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. We got another Game Talk episode. And uh, before we do that, let me just uh, put out a little reminder for some uh, administrative stuff, I guess. Uh, Wednesday's episode, episode number 47, uh, we wanted to get your guys' feedback on... The, the podcast, the show, the format, I mean, first we want to just say thank you for an awesome 2016. Uh, it's been fantastic. I can't believe we're almost at 50 episodes at this point. So um, so I, I guess just as a token of our appreciation, we're giving away a $10 Steam gift card. All you got to do is comment on the YouTube version of episode number 47 and just give us some feedback. We're asking for uh, feedback on the format of the show. If you know, tell us what you like, maybe what you don't necessarily love. And also for any interview requests, if there are developers out there, you'd like us to reach out to specifically, uh, so we can have them on the show and just give a more behind the scenes look at the awesome work that they are doing. So, uh, with that being said, Ronnie, you ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. No, I'm excited. Cool. Well, we got another game talk. I think you have the more exciting game than me. So why don't you give it, yeah. why, why don't you start? Sure. So, yeah, the reason I'm excited, actually, is because I, I, I do think there's a lot to talk about, uh, you know, for the game that, that I, I have for today. And that's Sirento VR. And, and it's a game that, you know, is, is still in early access. So I, I definitely want to want to throw that out there. It's it's not finished by any means. And after playing it for a while, I can see why people in the Steam in the Steam reviews and 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 you know in on other online uh, places are kind of saying you know like you know this is this is early but still despite the fact that it's early it's something that that you know certain people are going to have a lot of fun with and it's still something you know that could be recommended and and yeah playing it you know more so than a lot of the other quote unquote early access titles out there that are you know, more or less kind of finished products, but maybe they're missing modes or this or that, or the developers are like, this is definitely early access. So, um, you know, right away when you start playing it, especially when you get into the early level or some of the later levels, uh, you'll see some slowdown, you'll see some, you know, graphical kind of glitches and stuff uh, caused by that because, you know, things are still being optimized. So, you know, with all of those caveats aside, I think what, what, what is in this game shows a lot of promise. Um, basically, you're a ninja in the game, and it it's going to be reminiscent of games like Raw Data, where you know you have guns and you also have have swords. And I mean, especially in in these kind of, I mean, right now it's kind of a wave shootery, you know, uh, elimination kind of last man standing survival type of game where you're in these in these environments, you know, basically defending yourself against various ninjas and such. Um, but the difference between this game and a game like Raw Data, for example, is that there's, uh, you can already see it right now, the levels are, are much, much larger. So whereas in, in a game like Raw Data, sure, you can, you can move around the environment. There's definitely, you know, obstacles to, to hide behind, you know, to duck for cover and all that sort of thing. In this game, uh, you know, the maps are... I mean, even if you've played a game like Smashbox or something, the maps are, you know, a good two to three times as big as a game like that. And so I think really where it's going to separate itself is going to be in how it, it, it handles, you know, traversing that environment. And so far, a lot of the tools that it gives you are actually very, very well done. So um, the biggest one for me personally 
um, would be the jumping mechanic. And basically what it what the game does is it extends teleportation in a way that allows you to jump as well as dash. So, you know, if you can imagine again, not to not to bring too many comparisons, but a game like like Raw Data lets you dash. So when you when you teleport on the ground, you you know, you move your cursor, you let go, rather than just disappearing and reappearing kind of like a blink, it instead kind of darts your character forward. And it you know kind of blurs the environment. You can still you can still control during that move that move from point A to point B, and you can kind of you know slash or shoot enemies and that sort of thing while you're doing it. This game you know definitely allows you to do that. But if you tilt your controller upwards rather than just out, in addition to uh, in addition to pushing you further in the map, it also can let you let your character. Uh, Go up an arc, like basically, basically jump from point A to point B instead of just sliding. And the cool thing that that allows you to do, especially since you're, I mean, one, you really do feel like you're kind of a ninja, you know, kind of jumping around, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, not not sure how if 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 real real life ninjas would actually hop around that much, but you know, video game ninjas tend to jump around quite a bit. <laughs> and and so when you when you're coming down from that jump. It's really satisfying to be able to just like see your enemy down there on the ground and slash at him as you're coming down and, and take him out that way. And that was, I mean, most of the fun I was having with it was kind of, you know, how quickly could I, it wasn't really a challenge of, of you know, oh, each of these enemies is, is, is difficult and they're going to block my shots and all that kind of stuff. It was more the fun of finding, you know, cool ways to, uh, maneuver and get close to someone so that I could just like take them out with my sword from a funny angle and and I mean along those same lines of of jumping around and dashing the game also lets you slow things down and go into bullet time and and when you're doing that again that's pretty satisfying when you have you know quite a few enemies so I, I do think that that feature still needs I mean at least at least from what I was playing with it you know it it still needs a little polish not to say it doesn't work or anything like that but um, I think, I think it kind of uh, tends to folk like tends to pull your focus in on some of the things that I think are not as strong in the game. So, like I, I was saying that the that the you know movement mechanics are really cool, the environments um, and how large they are are very cool, and all that sort of thing. Um, but at least for me, the 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 actual shooting mechanics still felt a little bit off, and not. Not to say, I mean, it's definitely an ambitious title in that you can tell that all of the bullets are being modeled. And, you know, so so when you're shooting the guns, it's not just like, you know, registering hits on the other side. There's actual physical bullets and objects that are moving in the environment. So I could imagine that that makes it more difficult to get that kind of, you know, satisfying feel to how the game, how, to, how the, the gunplay works. But it just just for me, I felt like there were some times where, and it could just be I'm I wasn't very good at it yet, but I just felt like I wasn't hitting things quite as often as I thought I should be, especially with like some of the you know like like more burst machine gun type weapons. You know, you you want to feel like like with the sword, for example, I can just kind of swing that th- like flail it around and it hits people fine. But then when I take a machine gun out and and you know spray bullets everywhere, it felt like it was kind of a chore to make sure that the guys actually came down sometimes. So, 
So that that was just a little bit like it, it just seemed like a kind of a disconnect. And I think in general, like a lot of the 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 games I've played with Sword so far, that is a challenge, is making it feel like, you know, on one hand that the that that the uh clipping and everything and the like, you know, when you're hitting the, the hitboxes on the enemies feel satisfying, like you're actually hitting them, but at the same time it's not overpowered so that you can't just kind of flip your wrist a little bit and take out every single enemy on the screen that's near you. So, um, but, but I mean, all that stuff said, it, it, it's really definitely coming along. Like it, it looks like it has tons of potential. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's it. But like I said, I did want to premise by saying, I mean, right now I do think, you know, $25, you're basically paying not only to have access to the game, but I think you're paying to help the developers continue to, to push forward on this and make it a really good title. So if you go into it with that mindset, I think, I think it's, it could be worth it. If you go into the mindset of I'm paying $25 for what the experience that's there right now, um, you might be a little bit disappointed, not in terms of the fact that there aren't cool things going on in this game, but just, just the fact that you can definitely tell it's a work in progress. So cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, or I've read so much about this game on Reddit, so it's definitely been on my radar. Uh, I just was too caught up with it, with trying to catch up with other games, and so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you're able to get this one and give some feedback on it because it does sound really cool. And I, I you touched on the mechanics, uh, which seem to be like the highlight of everyone's reviews or everyone's positive comments. And, and it, you know, you know, when you were talking and describing it, I, I feel like. It's kind of like a combination of two of the classic games, um, or you know, to the early classic games that came out for VR. When you say raw data and then bullet time, kind of reminds me of Space Pirate Trainer and how yeah. they they handle that really well. So you know, for a game that that's coming out six months or however much after after those games have come out, um, it looks like they've they've taken the elements of you know two of the more popular games combined them, added their own unique movement features with the, the mm-hmm. jump and teleport. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I don't know. That, that sounds really exciting. Is, is there a, a multiplayer aspect to it as well? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not actually sure. Um, I don't know if you read anything about any of that on Reddit. I didn't, like in my, my time with it, I was mainly focused on just the missions on the main menu, just kind of going from mission to mission. Um, but okay, no worries. See. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's going to be the case, like, like you said, with, with a lot of these early access titles. So it's it's cool to see that um, that there's so much potential with this one. Because, now I, and I mean, not that other early access titles are bad or anything, but it, it's just, like you were saying, sometimes other early access titles feel more like finished products. So you kind of know what you're going to get. But mm-hmm. with this, if you're paying for the potential thinking that there's going to be a lot more down the line. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's already sounds like it's been a very ambitious project for the, for the developers. So for sure. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it sounds like it'll be one of those games where people who get their vibes or people who get into VR, you know, in the middle of 2017, uh, they're going to look back and be like, Ooh, this is, this is like one of the games you need to pick up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Like the, no, with one the- of those must haves, hopefully by that yeah. time, if the developers, uh, you know, are able to get the support they need in order to do that. Exactly. Now you can definitely see that there could be something really special here. So, cool, cool. 
Well, that is Sirento. Um, my game is another local multiplayer game. Uh, I was so obsessed with Panoptic a couple weeks back. It just became, it, it was just a lot of fun to play, especially in like party environments and people, you know, as a, almost like a social thing just because of, of how tense the game can get uh, with kind of the God versus man mode. And so uh, I got Mass Exodus because it, it, you know, Panoptic is just a demo. Mass Exodus seems like, it's the, it's the same basic premise of, you know, one big watcher and then like somebody who's an android among other uh, AI androids that are walking around and you have you have a goal this time and it's it's a, a little bit more involved. Actually, it's, it's quite a bit more involved than Panoptic was. And I know I'm comparing something to a demo, um, but I, I feel like the mechanics here on Mass Exodus are a little bit better because you have the controllers that you can use as hands, whereas in Panoptic, you use the controllers primarily just to trigger the laser beam that shoots out of your eyes. Oh. And so with uh, Mass Exodus, you can actually pick people up with your hands. And then on top of that, uh, there are special abilities that both the person in the headset and the person on the computer can use. And oh. uh, I mean, some of those abilities are like, uh, I'll just give an example for each one. So for the... Um, for the person in the headset, um, you're gigantic looking at all these small androids, and one of those androids is um, is controlled by the human player on the computer. And so one of the things that you can do, if you think you know, you're kind of looking at an area where he might be, you can freeze all the robots for, I think, 10 to 15 seconds. And oh. yeah, so if you see an android that continues moving, then you know that that's, that's the, ro <laughs> the rogue android is, is what they call it. That would have been helpful during Panoptic for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, I, like I said, it, it adds like a, a different type of nuance to the game. And so, um, but, you know, again, for the computer player, uh, the person on the computer, as soon as they see everybody freeze, you got to recognize that and make sure you stop. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then for the computer, the person on the computer, one of the, each person has three abilities. So I'm just going to go into one of them. Uh, one of the abilities that the computer player has is being able to blind the person in the headset for I think 10 to 15 seconds as well. That's um, cool. So yeah, I mean, that can be used if, you know, there's not many, if there's not many tasks left and they're just watching one area, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is, yeah. is there the same kind of, is there a, a, a different sense of scale um, when you're in the VR headset versus the computer kind of like Panoptic or not really? Oh, no, no, yeah. both on the no, no, it's it's hundred percent the same thing as as Panoptic. I guess the same okay. idea where you just have like this, you're you're gigantic almost, and okay. you have a hand that is bigger than all the little androids running around. So you you use that hand to pick them up, and then there's a a garbage disposal which you can throw them into. Oh, um, but interesting. The, but the trick is, I think the garbage disposal. I forgot how many seconds, but. It, you can throw an Android in there and then you can't throw another one in until like for another uh, either 50, 10, 15 or 20 seconds or something like that. So you, uh. can't, you can't just like shove oh, every, everyone that you see sure. in there. Um, sure, sure. And so that sounds really cool. So it sounds like there's a lot of different tactics. If you're not very good at one thing, you might find it kind of a trick that works for you with some of the other. Yep. And, 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 and for the computer player, it's not just reaching, trying to reach one destination. So you are trying to shut down four different power generators that are okay. located all throughout the map. Huh, and so I, I believe you start off randomly every single time. But the thing is like, you, you know, when, when you and I were playing Panoptic, there was you know, like, I knew where you were going. And mm -hmm, as long as mm -hmm. I was like watching that area or you were watching that area, 
you, you know, you could kind of just yeah, you can kind of just wait someone out. Um, but in that in that game, that's kind of the key because I feel like they don't give they don't give the the person trying to 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 catch the other player enough tools to really like you need that kind of otherwise yeah. i feel like there's just no way you'd be able to find the person no exactly and and that's that's what i'm saying um and, and again i just want to keep reiterating we're not bashing on panoptic because it is just a uh it is just a demo right now and i know there's a full game going to be released for it but in yeah the, so it might end up having some of some other types of yeah, well, I mean, uh, features and, and, and tools, whatever. Yeah, and hopefully it'll be a different enough game where you know what, whatever it brings in the final version will be will be mm-hmm. cool and unique. Yeah. Um, but for yeah. Mass Exodus, I, I like how they took a different spin on the genre of this type of game by huh. adding in those like special features, and each each person gets three. Um, the person okay. with the headset and person. So uh, those are the two that that just kind of jumped out at me. Um, okay. And since it is a full game, are there? Like you know, whereas in Panoptic there was the one main, the one main level, but it was just a demo. It, for this retail version, is there uh, of of Mass Exodus? Are there multiple levels? Are there? You know, I I thought there were more, and I only see one. So I don't know if anybody else has okay. played this game and has figured out if there are others. Um, mm-hmm. But there, there's only one. Uh, like I said, though the the game. It's different every time because of the way that you can go about the strategy, and okay. I would say the replay value isn't necessarily like with just you and one other, one other person. I think it's really cool for people. You know, I, again, if you're demoing off the vibe or showing it off to people, it's it's a it's another cool way for people to have uh, kind of like a social experience with it. And and sure. t- to be fair, I mean, it's a it's a fully released game, but I think I got it for six dollars on Steam. Six okay. U.S. dollars. So yeah, it looks like it's it's nine right now. Oh, you know what? Actually, you're right. Yeah, that that I think I got it while it was on Steam sale. No, that makes sense. But I, I'm just wondering, yeah, because I mean, so based on your based on your experience with the game, I mean, I have my my brother's coming into town this weekend, and he's going to be trying the vibe for the first time. He's he's kind of located far away, and he hasn't been able to to come and try it out since I since I got it last year. So. Um, just want, I mean, is this a game that I should pick up that, I mean, he, he likes, he hasn't played VR before, but he loves video games and it would, it sounds like it's, it's a pretty good game to, to, to pull out when you have friends over, but. Yeah. So I, I would say, I would say this, I mean, the Panoptic, Panoptic demo is free. So try them mm-hmm. out on the Panoptic demo because there's only, there's only so many times the same two people can play that in the same Got roles. It. So, mm-hmm. and, and if he likes that and, you know, if he wants a little bit more, you can always offer this and say, hey, I can grab this game. It's under 10 bucks. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. No, that's good advice. But I'm, I feel I'm like, adding it to my wish list right now. Awesome. Yeah, I, I would say Panoptic, though, is the best. Uh, sorry, not the best. Panoptic is a great way to introduce someone to that type of game. Um, yeah. Just because it's, it's very different, especially in a social setting, it's very different from most other other games. You know, usually when, when I have people over playing VR, everybody else can kind of watch on the TV. And so this time around, you don't see what's in the headset. I mean, you see what the person is doing. And so, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's just it's a different experience, especially in a social setting. Obviously, in a social setting, because you need two yeah, people. Yeah. Um, just to clarify, this is not a one-player game. You can't play this on your own. Otherwise, it, it, you're just you're easily going to win it somehow or yeah. the other. Well, and I'm looking, I'm looking at it too, and it, it's it looks like it has an interesting aesthetic. Like it's very like kind of. Uh, like, yeah, it's more futuristic rather than something like Panoptic, which I felt like had a more tribal or older feel to it. There's like fires yeah. in the, uh, I don't know, just just the way. Yeah, no, just this, the way this one is up. like very like 
post not post apocalyptic, but it's like it looks very dark, kind of gritty, like yeah. sci fi. Sci-fi is the probably the perfect way. I mean, because all the people walking around are androids. They're not people, and they're not like little wooden sticks or whatever. Like they're 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 supposed to be like little robots walking around. Hmm. Interesting. Think like uh, I I don't know, just any any type of robots that you've seen, and that's that's kind of what they look like in humanoid form. Yeah, yeah. No, it looks cool. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind. And I think when we're trying out some of these other local multiplayer games that we already have. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing some Panoptic, like you said, some Diner, du- Diner Duo, and maybe we can throw this, this in on there if, if they're having a blast with some of those games. So. Yep, yep. Yeah, man. Um, but that's, that's all I got for, for this one. Uh, you got anything else? No, that, that's it. I mean, yeah, both pretty cool games, I think. And uh, Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm and, excited to get into Sirento. Uh, I'll probably... Well, I won't give a time frame, but I, I, that's a game that ha- is on my wish list and I have been eyeing. So I'm, I'm glad you're able to cover it. And yeah, this this is exciting stuff, man. I, I like all the different like innovations. Like literally every, I don't want to say every week, but like every every month, I feel like we come across a game that just kind of changes the landscape. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Or, no, or I mean, adds but- something unique. Like it's it's awesome to see all these indie developers like really just creatively thinking outside the box. No, I totally agree. Like it's. Uh- on one hand, for someone that's you know that gets to play play with a headset you know all the time, it's it's really cool to just have an almost unlimited list of titles to kind of choose from if you if you want to get get something you know good that week. Um, it's kind of funny for I mean it used to be so easy for me to pick what what games I wanted to show people when they were coming over to try the vibe, <laughs> and now I'm I, I just looking at my Steam library and trying to figure out like. I mean, it's not even it's not even so much you know having all these. It's more like, well, what type of experience do I start them out with first? Like, yeah. what? Because every person kind of reacts differently, and yeah, and now, and, now you can and, make it like you can curate it a little bit more personally and be like, what would this person like? Because you have the different the different titles. Exactly. It's not it's not as straightforward as hey, let's just show them the best stuff in VR. Now it's well, there's a lot of cool stuff in VR. What what types of experiences interest you? Yeah. Well, you know, well, well, I I feel like in a future episode, we'll probably go over what the best stuff in VR is, but, um, leaving that out for now, these are the two games that we're covering. So that's, that's all I got. I'm just going to put a little reminder again at the end of this episode, uh, we are giving away a $10 steam gift card. Uh, so if all you got to do to sign up is we are looking for some feedback, on the format of the show and wanted to get some interview request ideas from you guys. So listen to episode number 47 and leave a comment on the YouTube version of that episode. Uh, Let us know what you think and we will draw a name randomly and announce it on Monday. And with that, Ronnie, man, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I hope all the rest of you guys, thanks man. I hope the rest of you guys have a fantastic weekend and we will catch you all next week. Take care and talk soon. Bye.